You are now tuned in to the Gifted Gab. Thanks everyone for tuning in to a new episode. I have the homie still in. We got into a lot about entrepreneurship, networking, the importance of having a great environment around you. Uh, we sure. also got into a lot of aspects of taking yourself serious as well as the business that you're starting serious sure. um, and the importance of confidence as well too. Um, what else am I missing? I think that's... I think, yeah, you hit I think it. I confidence. Hit, hit right on the nose, around. isn't it? Yeah, we're here. We're on the nose, isn't it? Yeah, so we're here. <laughs> um, we got a lot going on this episode, so stay ticked on to the ride. We're here. Oh, man, Sylvie, 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 what's going on? What's up? What's up? I'm vibing. You're vibing. Shit, you're here. Summer's summer's here. Oh, we're outside. We're outside? Sun is very out today, actually. Uh, uh, Isn't there a heat wave going on? Heat warning? I'm here for it. You're here for heat warnings. I don't know if that's like bad, the global warming and whatever, but (laughs) it's a fun time for now. Honestly, it's good to see, like, everyone outside, though. Mm-hmm. Like, in terms of the events, like, every time, every day, there's something going on. It's kind of overwhelming. It's very overwhelming. Like, it's what are you doing today? Well, I don't know. I heard this. I heard this. I heard this. Yeah. Too many options. Too many options. My bed misses me sometimes. Oh, I know. You had the worst. <sighs> I thought I was bad with sleep. Yeah. Yo, nah. <laughs> Yo, don't get me started on that. It's it just also comes my job, good. too, though. It's my job, too. Like, yeah. I finish at, like, late, like, like, 12 and shit. But then you go out after. Oh my gosh, and that's where the issue comes from. I go out, come this back. This is a red talk table. And this is a red talk table. This is all about your issues. It's a brown today. talk table, actually, but we can call it red as for now. For now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but all in general, like, I mean, we went through two and a half years of the pandemic, so it's finally good to see people going out. I know, like, I think two weeks ago, uh, Dundas West Fest. That, that was, was a insane. big thing that's going on. Yeah. You had uh, you had your own vendor there. That was big. Yeah. Talk about that. That was honestly really cool. Honestly, to see that many people outside. I've never went to Dundas West Fest before mm. or heard of it before. Um, but it was really, really cool to see everyone, like, support each other. Um, so I got the opportunity through Forky. Uh, we were outside of Libertine. And even just after I was doing people's teeth, just people dancing, vibing, eating, bumping into so many people you haven't seen in forever. And it was really cool because I was doing people's teeth and then people were looking like, what is that? What is that? I'm like, yeah. I want it. I want it. And like, yeah. also, like, as people are drinking, like, they're like, fuck it, I'm yeah, going to do it too. Like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really, really cool. Like, it was way bigger than I expected. Mm. And it's, that's the best tar- type of marketing, word of mouth. Yeah. S- not even word of mouth, word of sights or, or s- they're literally. seeing it literally. You're talking first to someone, like, wait, what is that? Yeah. yeah. Like, what is that? You know what I mean? Oh, what's, who did that for you? It oh, was super so cool. Because honestly, I was worried I didn't do, like, enough marketing before it was kind of last minute for me yeah so i didn't know i was going to be there i didn't know what my setup was looking like i didn't i was like oh i didn't bring enough signs or i didn't do whatever but it was such a great turnout just because people yeah. see it and then they love it and then support and then they're regretting their friend to do it too like it was super cool so if you do me one quick favor just tilt the mic a little bit down my fault this way like just the actual like the physical mic yeah. this way yeah perfect perfect amazing yeah yeah, no, that's big. I mean, even coming and seeing seeing you, <laughs> like you're you're packed, you're busy. Yeah, it you know got I mean? a little was, overwhelming at some point. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even get the chance to like talk yeah, to you. Yeah, you didn't get the chat, but it was just soft. like back to back. They're like me next, me next, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's business though. It's yeah, business, it was though. cool. I'm I'm so grateful. Like it was amazing. Yeah, I remember yeah. you talking about that story about that guy who was like trying to pay like four times the price because you were about to close yes. up. Yes, like, yeah, it I was already midnight. I put everything in my car and I'm, we're getting ready to go inside Libertine. I'm like, finally I get to turn up, relax, yeah. like, you know. And um, he's like, can I do it? It was like Saturday. He's like, can I? Can you do it for me? Can you do it for me? I was like, to come back tomorrow. I'm here all day tomorrow. He's like, no, I want it right now. I'll pay you like anything, whatever. And I was like, okay. 
Um, but I was like, well, everything's in my car. He's like, I'll walk with you. Don't worry, whatever. I'm like, cool. And we actually had such a great conversation too. Like I love meeting people. And then he found out I was Egyptian. He was Egyptian too. We like bonded, did it for him. He was asking how I started, like had such a good conversation. And like he tipped me so generously. And I was like, wow, like you didn't have to do that. I think people can see value in, in good conversation and in mm-hmm. being genuine. Because I've known you for probably like two two years now, yeah. year and a bit. And I feel like every conversation we had has been genuine. We're not trying to be someone else. We're not trying to put on a <laughs> facade. And people recognize that. I'm serious. Yeah. And I think that takes you further than ever trying to be like something you're not. Yeah. You know, so now starting something like Sylvie Smiles, I wanted to go into like where did it where did it even start from? Where did that idea even come from? Yeah, honestly, way back it was like I wanna say twenty seventeen. Yeah. I was in Egypt and I like family vacation, um, and I seen it on someone there. And I wanted to get it done. I f- like it was near the end of my trip and I couldn't really like find anyone. Mm. So I came back to Toronto. At the time, no one in Toronto was doing it. Now there's like a couple more that are doing it, not just me. But the reason I started it was because like I wanted to get it done and I couldn't find anyone doing it. So my dentist is a family friend. Like she's also Egyptian and whatnot. And so I kind of just trained with her. She taught me everything. I bought all the supplies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like instead of just doing it for myself since no one's doing it, like why not make it a thing? And it was hard at first because it's like I'm marketing something that people don't know exists. It's, it's brand new. Yeah, like with lashes, nails, like, you know, like, girls are already asking for it. Where is it? Where'd you get yours done? Whatever. But it's like people didn't know about it at all. Um, and so, yeah, I started doing it outside of GFC where I was working. Yeah, like shout out to GFC, man. Yeah. Shit. Some guys over there. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Honestly, that, that changed everything for me, too, because I was living in, like, a small town my whole life, like, in the suburbs. And then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I live in a pretty hey man, nah. middle of nowhere. Hey, Aurora's not too oh bad. Oh, God, you have to expose Aurora's me. Aurora's not too bad. I'm exposing your shit right now. Are hey you Mr. kidding Burlington? me? Mr. Burlington, Are you kidding me? Saga City's in here. but um. Whatever. Yeah, no, that, that, that change from Aurora to being downtown, you're seeing a completely different crowd. Yeah, and honestly, I didn't even know, like, entrepreneurship was a thing. Like, entrepreneurship, I used to think, like, Steve Jobs, like, the biggest of the biggest, like, so far out of reach until I started working for Fresh, and this guy's like, yeah, I just got back from China, going to Paris tomorrow, and I'm like, what the hell, like, that's possible? Like, yeah, I just thought there's, and then even just working there, the people that would come in, like, Fudge would be like, oh, do you know who that is? I'm like, no, like, oh, she styles, like, all these artists' music videos, and I was like, I didn't even know Stylist was a thing. Like, I was getting to see, like, this is so doable, and so many people are doing it, and people that are within my reach, so it was like, why why can't I? There's nothing stopping you, Yeah, really. You know what I mean? Because um, otherwise, I would have just like, okay, I can't find the service and that's it. But being around so much entrepreneurship, I think that's what like got me into it. You're around a bunch of yeah, like you said, entrepreneurship, but a bunch of creators, a bunch of innovators yeah. that are like willing to push the envelope. Mm-hmm. I think something like Sylvie Smiles, and to this day, I still haven't got mine yet. I know. I think that's rude. I know. I know. I'm trying to listen, man. I'm yeah, trying. To you're a Loki a hater. That's crazy. <laughs> that is nuts. That is that's what we're doing no, now no, on my no, platform. No. That's crazy. So nah, but. I think to this day, that's something that I haven't seen. I don't, I, I'll be honest, I haven't seen anyone else do it. You're going into a market that hasn't been, there's not a, a lot of supply with it. Mm-hmm. You're one of the only people that are doing what you're doing. Because I feel like there's definitely grills everywhere. There's grills everywhere. But it's like the perfect, you know, if grills are too much, I don't know, it's like a perfect, it's a bit more subtle. Yeah. 
it's it's subtle it's something you could flex off of but like it's like yeah. it's, it's not doing too much it's so funny i had so many like corporate people done that's best like i have work on monday like can you do a small one yeah, at the bottom or way that. in the back <laughs> yeah. you can get away with that work and get away with at the yeah. family dinners you know what i'm saying exactly grandma won't get mad exactly if she doesn't oh it'll fall off it'll uh, fall it's off well, yeah it's good it's good trust me it's, it's temporary, yeah you know what i mean it's, and that's that's something that's so cool about your business but you've you've also you've also uh, did it on some very very pronounced people in, in the city yeah you know i mean fellow nba players creators artists like talk about that experience because do you feel i always because i always like i always wonder like when i have podcasts and i bring people on that are you know creators but if i brought on someone like for instance like drake yeah there's a difference in tone of how the conversation would go right do you feel like if you were to bring on someone that's at a higher stature compared to the normal people you dealt with do you feel like there's a difference in how you go about that role or how you go about doing what you're doing like is is there a difference uh, there do you feel like there's more pressure like honestly especially because i'm so close to like their face and like their mouth i'm like it is i'm like so like nervous but honestly i feel like obviously they just care that like you don't mess up their teeth or anything like that but everyone i've dealt with has been so genuine and like so supportive and it's actually always been through a friend so it's so wild to realize like these people that are higher up are just one person away from you because that's how it got to me. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I would, like, DM people, see who would answer and whatnot, but a friend ha would have it, and, like, she'd be serving, and then this person asks her for it, and I'm like, oh, okay, amazing. Um, and so, yeah, they were always so dope, so generous. Like, it was really, really cool, honestly. Yeah. It's a small world. Yeah. It's Toronto very, it's especially. It's actually very scary. Yeah. It's, it's, it's no, getting scary Anyone now. you think is, like, incredible or, like, you know, is one person away from you. Your mm. idol is one person away from you. That's a fact. That's it's a crazy. fact. That might have to be the name of this episode. One yeah. person away. Yeah, no, because I think, you know, your network is everything. Exactly. Your, your your marketing is everything, right? And I feel like you've done a great job of both. Honestly, yeah, I didn't know. Like, I don't have a background in marketing. I didn't know anything about it, really. But I think um, I had actually one of the first, like, influencers I'd done. She's now, like, a really amazing model, Malika Terry. Um, I remember like sitting in her house for hours after and she was just like guiding me, giving me tips, talking to me. Um, even um, Maria, who has her own clothing line now um, in New York, like she was always talking to me. I remember talking with her about her clothing line before she started it. And so it was really cool to get insight from these people, people after they didn't just see us like, OK, it's just a service and like leave. Um, but yeah, so I remember talking with these people and they were kind of teaching me a bit about marketing and they were like, it's really good what you're doing now, getting influencers. I think that's kind of what got me the following in the beginning or like mm -hmm. kind of a platform in Toronto um, was just doing these kind of people, posting them. They would share it. They were always so nice about that. And then honestly, my own network in the sense of like when I was in York for school, I remember I would like set up in a room like this, like literally would go to school, not even go to class and just set up in a room and just do people's teeth. And then eventually there was a salon in York Lanes, if you know, you know. Um, and I would do it out of there. So people would get their nails done, hair done, all that stuff. And I would just give them like a percentage and I was just chilling in that room. So most of the time I went to school, like I wasn't in a class. <laughs> but Damn. I was making money. And like it was yeah. really cool because York is huge. York is huge. And so everyone's telling people, oh, yeah, go to York Lane. She's there, blah, blah, blah. Or I would do someone, they go to class, come back right after with three other people in class. Like That's it was crazy. insane, yeah. You you went to school. What did you major in school? You psychology. Psychology. Yeah. You went to school in psychology, but actually majored in marketing. Basically. You 
know what I'm saying? That's Basically. crazy. You started your own hustle at school. Yeah. No, it's so funny when I, it's honestly so cute when I bump into people from school and like, yeah. yo, I remember you were doing this at a Vanier, yeah. like, it was so funny. That's nuts. And now, now you're here with Sylvie Smiles, you just had an event at, at, at Dundas West Fest. Mm-hmm. What, what type of things do you want to see moving forward? Because I know we've talked a lot about that. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think I want to go more into doing events. So yeah. rather than just one-on-one with people, um, if I get like booked to do an evening, um, I actually have an event next week as well. Um, at AMPM. Oh my god! So you already know you're there. More, more tequila, and mm. at Bar Poet. So Saturday and Sunday, you should be free. Yo, honestly, Bar Poet is a vibe. Yeah. I will not. The pizza there I had was was pretty tough. Um, good. Honey. Uh, We're doing that. We're doing that Saturday. For like the sweetness, right? Yeah, sweet and salty is perfect. <sighs> you might have done something. Might have done something. Yo, there's actually a lot of, like, I've been growing, like, Italians have, have really been growing on me. Italian food. Um, there's a spot by my area I tried recently. It was okay. It wasn't too bad. <laughs> but I'm trying to explore more areas in the city. There's that one, yo, there's that one place on King. That one place on King. There's too many. We went to the, where I got the pizza. Oh, what's the name called? Frig. When did we go? Oh. The pizza, oh. yeah. That place is crazy. Parlor. Parlor. That place is really amazing. Good. Shout out to them. But, um. How do we get to pizza again? Okay, Bar Poet. Bar I'm poet. having an event there. Yeah, but yes, bar, yeah. back to what I was saying. Yes. I do want to go more into doing events. Um, and then eventually down the line, kind of switch from being a service to more of a product. So I'm, that's kind of what I'm working on now, um, where I'd be selling kind of like kits and whatnot. Um, and that way my reach is global rather than just people I can meet in Toronto. But I would love to even do events like in the States, like, yeah. Just kind of travel and, and do these kind of events, I think. Because at that point, you're yeah. not restricted by just labor. You don't exactly. have to be working on it and make money. You can get you be online money. orders, yeah. everything. Online, yeah. And I think that's more very, very marketing based. Yeah. But I'm kind of just teaching myself. So how would these kits look like? What's your idea for them? Yeah. So you'd be able It'd be a small. It'd be more temporary. So I think I would still offer services for people that want it to last longer. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, they'd be temporary. You could do it yourself. It'll obviously come with like a manual. And I'm thinking of having different sorts of kits, like there's different designs, right? So the most basic one is just like um, small, medium, large, clear, cl- clear crystal. And then there's like butterflies you could do. You could do cherry, flower, things like mm, that. So different yeah. kinds of mm-hmm. like more premium packages. Um, but yeah, I do want it to be branded kind of luxuriously like really good packaging really yeah. well made that's why i've been really taking my time with it even though i've had you the idea for to. a while you have to though yeah but yeah i want it to be like you'll you'll you see when it comes you wanted to know that this is you put your everything into yeah because i've seen yeah. i've actually seen some kits i've ordered some myself like off etsy and it's just you could tell the manuals like printed at home folded two or three like just in a ziploc like you know what i mean but yeah. i want it to be an experience as well that's you hit it right on the nose. There's yeah. experience. That's what I think really separates a lot of brands from different brands is the experience, especially with luxury brands. Especially too. with luxury brands. Yeah. Yes. Um. I think experiences and storytelling. Um. A lot of times when we see in the media now and different brands in the city, you know, here okay here at the Gifted Gab, we're all about storytelling, mm-hmm. right? What we want to do is create experiences for people, but but have a narrative different stories you know i'm bringing you on we're telling your story i'm bringing mm-hmm. different people on we're telling our story but it's it's different when you just have brands that come out and just drop clothing with no context yeah 
no story, no meaning behind what they're doing and expect it to, to hit, expect it to sell. I think that's like the main thing in marketing too is it has to connect. You have to know your target audience and then connect with them on a personal level, not just, yeah, here's Tooth Crystals, why? One thing for me is that I want every kind of person to be confident in their smile. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't have white teeth or like it's crooked or whatever, but I love, that's what I always post, like people who have gaps, like if you're missing a tooth, who cares? Like just to make them confident in their smile and I think that's like the most important thing for my brand. Um, but I've learned that through Get Fresh as well, just by being there, right? Like their brand stands for something. They do so much for Toronto. They do so much for the black community. Like he connects on a different level that's way deeper than just clothes. Mm. It's not it's, it's not even about the clothes. Yeah, it's deeper than that. It's not 100%. about the clothes, yeah. Yeah, I people will just buy the clothes out of support for like what the brand stands yeah. for. And what, what it means to them, how it makes them feel. Yeah. Like with certain garments, when you put on certain garments, it's like, okay, You're I like, feel no, like. like, no, you can't talk to me anymore. You can't talk to me. Price went up. What do you mean? Immediately. <laughs> Please. So when people you put the my, crystal on their teeth, yeah. they're like, oh, no one, I'm I'm always going to be smiling. Yeah. I love that too. When they do it for them and you show them, that yeah, they're, they're so just, excited. They just didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why yeah. naturally they're going to like tell their friends. It's, yeah. it's free promo. Like, yeah. It's free because they yeah. want to. I don't even ask. Like they just Facts. love it. They feel confident in it. They love to show it off. Like that's the best feeling. The product markets itself. Yeah, that's one of the best forms of advertising, man. Yeah, is the honestly. product marketing itself. You don't have to do any work after that. It literally it's just crazy. you just do it. Okay, do your do your thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I want to talk to you about the importance of of marketing and networking because, as you said, you you've built yourself a brand throughout the years to what it is now at Sylvie Smiles. Mm-hmm. How important has the value of, of making these connections of being outside like we are right now yeah. been to you and your brand now? Honestly, it's made the, the biggest difference. Even for me to get Dundas West Fest was by going to multiple events, hooding everything at Libertine, meeting Forky through events and just turning up together. And then having that conversation, having meetings and like, oh, this is actually what I do, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I feel like it'd be so different than it. Let's say you DM someone opportunity yeah. but it's like having fun together and like that kind of brings down a barrier where yeah you're drinking together yeah um <laughs> then they're like okay yeah you're cool you know you get to know yeah. each other and that's brought me so many opportunities naturally even just my friend who was serving um and got me these other clients like even just by being in get fresh while it was open um meeting a lot of people and it's all about you need to be confident in yourself Cause if I tell people like, oh yeah, like I kind of do this thing on the side, like yeah. fresh and fudge kind of pushed it in me to be, con- they were always promoting me. Anytime someone came in, they're like, oh yeah, you know what Sylvie does? Blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, like, don't worry about it. Yeah. But like, cause I was like 17 and really young and like shy, but the more confident I was in myself. And like you said, just being genuine, a conversation ends up to an event years down the line or to an opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. I think that's, that's huge with what you're doing. Right. Yeah. And you're surrounded by good people. You know, oh, I had this conversation before yeah. about the environments that you're in. Yeah. You wouldn't have done that in a row. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. No, but honestly, all jokes aside, like, all, like on, a, on a serious note, you wouldn't have done that. 100%. I think your environment is one of the important, most important things about yeah. you know, how I think we are the best thing I ever did for myself was to change that environment very early on. Like, yeah. I was just interested in fashion design, so I started at GFC as a co-op. Actually, I asked my high school teacher to do a co-op downtown, which would have to be like a whole semester, like four credits. So in that case, I had to take classes in the summer Damn, yeah. Um, to like kind of finish all the prerequisites early. And then my last semester of high school, I was like, I just want to be downtown, anything related to fashion. So she got me 
at like a dress store on the same street and I really was not enjoying it. And so during like my lunch break or whatever, I was just like walking around and exploring the city. I'm never really downtown. Walk into GFC, even though it's like a men's store. And they're saying, yeah, we make everything in house, this, this and that. I'm like, that's so cool. Like, could I just kind of intern here? I, it's free labor. I just want to learn like whatever. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely forgets about me. I tell my teacher, like, I made it seem like I got it in the bag. I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, this really cool spot, blah, blah, blah. My teacher shows up. I, I think she called them first. And then, yeah, she's like, Sylvie's going to start on Monday. And he's like, who? And she's like, yeah, the co-op student from Aurora. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Till this day, Fudge always tells me, he's like, if your teacher didn't press it, you wouldn't have been in the room. Like, it was so funny. But he was like, okay, like, whatever. She's a student. It's free labor. At the time, I'm like, it's a streetwear for men and I'm just like this little girl like showing up in skirts and dresses and they're like mm, okay yeah um but yeah so from being 17 in high school putting myself in Queen Street which at the time was way busier than it is now sure. I think that changed everything for me before the pandemic hands down yeah for sure how <laughs> so <laughs> you're talking about an experience stepping into a space that's predominantly men yeah it's a, it's a men's clothing brand although they they do have women I guess not women's, but uh, clothing that women could wear. Yeah, unisex. For how sure. was how was that ex like? What was going through your mind at that time? I was so shy. I would honestly do like the basement work, and they try to get me into sales, which I'm really really grateful because like yeah, it shaped my personality now to be way more confident and outgoing. But also, they were men that were like ten years older than me, fifteen mm -hmm. years older than me. Mm -hmm. There's so many funny stories, honestly. But yeah, like it it was really interesting. I was really shy. But it just got me to be comfortable and like once I understood that like product knowledge and was able to talk on that and then I just applied the same thing to Sylvie Smiles. Yeah. Understanding what I'm talking about and then just presenting it confidently and learning sales I think was a huge skill for me. What type of things are you, are you learning in there? What do you mean by that? More more knowing how to articulate yourself, knowing how to sell a product, knowing how to market Both it? Both for sure. Even honestly, the psychology behind the psychology. it too. Like Okay. People can tell when you're trying to sell to them, right? Mm. Where you're just trying to upsell. Yeah, yeah, grab this, grab this, grab this. But there was actually one person in particular too. Like he was always a big spender, but we, we were always just honest. It wasn't even like a psychology thing of like, oh, manipulate them to buy things. We were just genuine. But we'd be like, honestly, you don't need this. Like you were here last week and you bought something super similar. You don't really need it. And when you talk to people in a way where you're genuine and then they would leave it, come back later, buy it anyways, or like, I don't know. I feel like I just learned a lot about understanding what each person's needs are when they walk in. Yeah. Um, and then being able to find that for them. And catering to that. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that's not that's exactly what you're doing with Sylvie. Because there's a lot of things I'm guessing, you know, obviously I haven't done it yet. But I'm guessing, you know, you talk to your clients. You say, okay, what type of things do you want? Yeah. That might not look good with that, but hey, I got I got a better thing for you. Exactly, right here, they right? might think they know what they want, yeah. and but like even just gauging their personality, I'm like, you know what, this you would really like this, yeah. and they trust me. What's the wildest piece you've done so far? Um. Okay, so I've done like this one person did like a full tooth on both sides, and then like from canine to canine at the bottom. This was when I was in York. It was insane. This is like your I have to find stages. a picture. Yeah, and I had never done a full tooth before, but they were just like so like yeah just the whole thing so I was just like, diamonds oh, okay. on each like it took me so much time <sighs> yeah how long <laughs> what, the, what was going through your head and, the and they're really 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 tiny too yeah. to do like a full tooth but 
that's the thing too whenever i try something new i just do it confidently you have to yeah. like i was just yeah i was talking with my homie confidence is everything i feel 100%. like 100 percent. you know and even meeting before i, I kind of got that that energy from you of that confidence yeah, you know glad. what i mean <laughs> yeah no i could tell like you're you're obviously very outgoing you're 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 yeah. friendly you're a great networker um but i can sense that sense of of, of confidence from you of or it's, it's organic like you're not faking anything because no one's gonna really believe in you or your product if, if, if you, don't you don't even don't. believe yourself yeah you know what i mean you could you could have some friends that say yo you can go far but if you don't even believe in yourself mm -hmm. that's sh that shit will go nowhere mm -hmm. literally nowhere and you know we've had conversations about that and just i I love to see what you're doing with sylvie smiles right now because the sky's the limit yeah fuck it not even the sky the galaxy is the limit because there's a the, you're in a market like i said that does not have a lot of demand Mm. or not demand sorry a lot of supply there's a lot of yeah. people that want this thing but there's not a lot of other competitors that's right? the thing too i remember honestly in the beginning when i was like 17 starting at york i was so driven where yeah. i was like w doing school i'd leave class go to the salon do a couple clients uh transit all the way to get fresh sometimes come back to my evening classes like yeah. i would have the i was so so motivated and always fit clients in no matter what whether it was missing class or after work from gfc closing the shop going back to york mm -hmm. doing all these missions and i'm not gonna lie i feel like i don't know if it was coincidence that it was during the pandemic or just through that but i kind of am made so we smells like a side thing and like kind of put it on the back burner put it on the shelf people would ask me and i'm like yeah yeah like people hit me up i'll do it i wasn't promoting it for the longest time um like you know i was trying to just get like a regular job five, yeah, yeah with more security um and it was so funny i was having this conversation with my friend like a couple of days ago where i feel like i was almost pushed like cornered into making this a thing again yeah and then that's when all these events started coming that i think i had my own event um at apartment and then dundas yes. west fest yes and then two events next weekend without me really trying and i'm um, I kind of find myself in a situation where this is now my only source of income, like the nine to five, which I thought was going to be stable, like wasn't like yeah. just things going on in my personal life. Yeah. And so I'm really grateful for my friends that actually like push me and believe me. And they're like, yo, why don't you do this? Like, why don't you do that? Why don't you do that? I'll connect you to this person. Like, and just bringing all this to life for me because that motivation kind of died down for the longest time. And I was like, oh, it'd be fun just as a side hustle. Yeah. But no, yeah. that could be, that could be your main thing. Yeah. And I know you're seeing it now. Yeah. And that's what I, I we've been talking about before, which is your environment. Your environment's everything. Mm -hmm. These these people that you have, your network that you have yeah. are really pushing you to be here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's, there's value in that. Um, speaking on your events that you have going on next week, I'm pretty sure during the pandemic, you never thought you'd be there. 100%. Let alone, like, I never even seen, I've never been to a club or a bar and, like, Seen leave, a leave with something like yeah you, a vendor where you actually leave with something you, you normally lose something yeah a lot with, of things <laughs> yeah, more, yeah. Than, more than just money yeah for some sure people lose their pride some people lose their dignity some people lose a their lot. consciousness a lot i just leave with uh with a new with a new diamond in their teeth right, right. so yeah that's so dope. That's it was dope. never something i had seen before to like even be an idea in my mind mm -hmm. and i remember my first event i was so nervous about like how's this gonna work like it's dark it's busy was this at apartment the yeah. one at apartment okay yeah and so i didn't even understand how it would work but it was just like hey like again i'm just gonna be confident and the fact that not only was there a lineup outside to get in but there was a lineup inside like as i'm sitting doing someone's teeth there was a lineup of people waiting and i'm not gonna lie like that 
was just like it changed something for me to realize like yo i have this impact like i never even realized that and i also realized that when i started just hosting events um mondays with will for a while <laughs> yeah Though, that was so fun shout out to miss boys man yeah it's, it's harsh shout out to miss. no that was fun for a while but it wasn't until then where i realized I'm like yo if i'm bringing 80 people out or x amount of people like in a group event i could 100 percent do this for myself and Hands just down. book out the whole venue like Hands down yeah. So it wasn't until I put myself in new experiences where I'm I realize what I'm capable of doing by trying new things. Um and now I'm like, okay, this worked. Why don't I do it as a Silly Smells event? Okay, this worked. Why yeah. not a vendor at this kind of event? Yeah. And I kind of just go from there. You took a risk. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. What's next? A lot of things, hopefully. But yeah, like I said, I'm, I want to continue doing events, even if people book me for birthdays, corporate events. Like uh, okay. it's something you leave with and people are like oh where'd you get that done and for people to be like oh i got that done at so-and-so's party like i think that's really good for them as well yeah um but yeah definitely to be more global and definitely change from like a service more to a product we're, we're gonna be talking we're gonna be talking for sure yeah for sure um i always like to ask this question when it comes to entrepreneurship because mm -hmm. of course you've learned a lot of things throughout the years is there anything you would have done differently up until now for silly smiles or is there anything you would have changed or, or went about a different way that you would have avoided or is would you you know kind of went on the same path um that's actually a really good question i feel like take like in the sense of like taking myself more more seriously right like not treating it as just like a side hustle and like being very casual about it um but when i realized like okay this is a business and to act accordingly because my main point of communication was through Instagram right so it's like to be I realized people aren't going to treat me like a business if I don't move that way so it'd be weird when it's like clients messaging me at like 2 a.m and like expecting replies and like question marks when you're not answering and it's like okay because I've set that tone where I've communicated them first maybe past 5 p.m let's say um, but it's like the more I took myself more seriously and acted like a business that's when I was going to be seen as one um and I wish, honestly, even now, like to have kind of a team, like I said, because entrepreneurship, it's not only meeting with the clients, booking, buying the supplies, answering DMs, posting, thinking of content, thinking of photo shoots, reaching out to influencers, creating a list. Like it's it's a lot. It's so a lot. I'm not even going to lie. Like some people might even you know be able to say like there were times where I've neglected answering a couple DMs and like because I'm just overwhelmed or mm -hmm. It happens. It yeah. happens. Yeah. There's times where you just, you can't have your hands in everything. You have yeah. to delegate certain things. And I've understood that here at the Gift the Gap too, where there's different positions that I can't do. Yeah. You know. Um, and being able to admit that and that's fine. That's like, okay. Yeah. That's okay. I don't have a million hands, you know. And mm. I think that's an important part of starting a business or starting a brand or any type of pursuit. Like you have to, you have to have a team. I think the team is one of the most yeah. important parts of what you're trying to do. Right. Do you, is that what you're doing right now? So at the moment, I'm still kind of doing everything myself, but with a lot of help from friends. Yeah. And I definitely, I kind of put together, like, what is it do I need Yeah. Um, to get to this next step, right? Like, if I want to be global, there's no way I could do this all by myself. Hell no. So Hell it's no. like, what is it do I need? And where can I find those kind of people kind of creating a plan? But yeah, I'd say I wish I honestly had a team from earlier on. And like, I would say took myself more seriously earlier on. Yeah. I want to ask, like... You know, you've, you've been 
a lot of your your success has has came from your community has came from your circle how important has mentorship been to you because like you said you have people like fresh in your corner people that are connecting you with different other people um i think for me personally a lot of times mentorship is one of the most important things when starting a business you have to surround yourself with people that have been through what you've been through have have a successful track record of what you've been through yeah because you can't just surround yourself with just anyone yeah. a lot of people confuse mentorship with just being around anyone there's a lot of someone bums. that's older than you yeah someone's like, older okay. than you. there's a lot of there's like there's a lot of people that are older than me that i consider sons i'm gonna keep Ooh. it a buck nah, i'm gonna keep it a buck just be, no, i'm serious i'm serious but yeah. i think a lot of times you have to be around people that are, have, a, have a proven track record of that yeah you know, age does not they define your They have to be values. where you want to be, right? If you've yeah. already accomplished more than them or they're not where you want to be, then you can't be taking advice from you them. You can't. So I want to ask, like, how important was that to you or what value does it have with you? Major. Honestly, major. Because, like I said, I had no idea what I was doing. Mm. Didn't even know entrepreneurship was a thing. From my, like, community in Aurora, like, through my parents, family, friends, don't smirk like that. I'm just laughing. I'm just Anyways, um, it was all people <coughs> that, like, also, like, even even my friend group, like, all my closest family friends, they all knew what they wanted to do, and there was a straight path, right? Mm. Like, nursing, law, doctor, like, engineer, like, you finish this program, pass this test, and then you're in the field. So this, there is no straight line. Yeah, there's no straight line. And I, you know, I had this discussion with my friend because a lot of times when you're talking to people that are in those pursuits, like they said, they get their degree. It's step there, by step. They're done. You know yeah. what I mean? There's there's really nothing else after that. Yeah. With what we're trying to do, especially as as brands and businesses, there is no you reach this point, okay, you're you're, you're done. never done. You're never, you never done. made it. You never yeah. made it. You know what I'm saying? And I think sometimes there's it's it's looked down upon. Mm -hmm. Right? When you don't have this this solidified, this guaranteed job yeah. that a role that you have. Like, oh, you're still chasing that? Yeah, I'm still chasing this shit. Yeah. Like, Life is short. Let me let me go and, and chase. And this that's the thing, like seeing about. through through fresh, like him being a mentor to me. Like he did a uh, Toronto Fashion Week, then he created shoes with Puma. It's like all these accomplishments, and then he's still not done, and he's still mm. going, and he's still going. So that was like so motivating. And honestly, like mentorship is also hard in the sense of like because they're they're above you and they know more. It's like you have to be able to be teachable, and for someone to tell yeah. you they know more. And it used to bother me when people were like, yeah, you should do this. So I'm like, okay, like, don't yeah, tell me what to do with my own yeah, brand, yeah, you know? But then you actually realize, like, okay, no, like, I, I really don't know anything. And it's good to be taught. Um, and, yeah, I think that changed everything for me. Because every time till now when I see them, like, oh, like, how's this going? Like, I'm so proud of you doing this. Like, what about this? Like, or if I am stuck and don't know what to do, I would always call them up. Yeah. I think the most successful people, and this is my theory within the city, the most successful mm -hmm. people have... A level of humility to them oh for sure they're not they're not they're not people pleasers or they're not like timid about what they're doing yeah but there's a sense of humility knowing that they don't know it all they're confident in what they do but they don't know everything and yeah, they're willing you to, to accept be teachable. you need to be teachable yeah. and it's like like i've had conversations with some very very prominent people and they're like Yo, I'm, I'm i'm still not even where i want to be like yeah. I, I don't know it yet and you like your mind is blown you're and like, your mind what? is blown but like, then i'll have this, this yeah then i'll yeah. have other conversations with with people that are just there and they think they're on the top of the world yeah and i noticed that trend and i noticed that it, it's important to have these type of discussions because we don't know it all mm -hmm. we literally do not know it all even in the beginning um i would find like it wasn't staying on long enough or things were changing like and my friend that's in dentistry i would ask her all the time i'm like hey why did this happen like can you show me this like even though you know she had that like straight 
path and she knows yeah. what she wants to be doing, I would always ask her all the time, even yeah. though she was younger than me too, actually. That's that speaks a lot yeah. to you, really, who you are. You know. What yeah, I, mean? I was like, okay, hey, I, I I don't know why this keeps happening. Blah blah. blah. Like, can oh, you tell man. me what yeah. to use instead, or yeah. does the light need to be on longer, whatever it is? Yeah, that's big, man. That's big. Yeah. Whew, wow. <laughs> no, I, I didn't know that. There's this much that goes into what you're doing. Yeah, it's important. Because it, it looks fun. It is fun. That's the thing too. I love it. it yeah. It's so my personality. Like. I'm telling you, it fits exactly what you're yeah, doing. Yeah. Even like my friends that have known me since I was a kid, it's just like this is the most you thing you could be doing. Mm. And that's why even when I kind of try to like run away from it and like look for security and I'm like, yeah, this yeah. could be fun for fun on the side. Yeah. It's just everything is pointing me back to like, okay, no, like put your all in this. Because I was, I was just realizing, I'm like, if I'm putting like nine to five, like all those hours into another company, another startup, like yeah. putting that same amount of hours into myself, I would be so far. Be super far. But again. Uh, but it's taking that risk on yourself. It's going to take a risk, but there's going to be some days where you're just eating. Like, you're just on the ground. Yeah. Like, you're going to struggle for a bit, for sure. Yeah. I think everyone has been through that. You know. It's still scary. Like, I'm nowhere near yeah. where I want to be at all. Oh. And, like, the idea of where I want to be is, like, so big that it's scary. And I'm like, mm, is it even possible? Like, there's there's that self-doubt. And but then there's that impossible. it should scare you. Yeah. It should scare you. I think there's a problem if your dreams or goals don't scare you. That's true. I think you're you're settling too low. But I think a lot of case. people don't even talk about, like, the whole imposter syndrome. Right? That's a real Everyone's thing. like, yeah. yo, you're so cool. You're doing this. You're doing that. Good on you. Like, blah, blah. And you're like, yeah. yo, I... I haven't even done anything yet. Yeah. Yeah. I realize that. No. Yeah. 100%. But your perspective on yourself looks different than other people's perspective on yourself right right i think we're our own worst crit critics for sure we're our hardest judges so when ta talking about imposter syndrome that's something i struggle with too as well like i'm yeah. i'm in certain rooms i'm like i don't even belong here mm. but when i really kind of recollect i'm like nah but it's like i am here though like, nah i'm, I'm here i though. got I'm myself here, for a reason. here you know so. what i mean i'm in this room for a reason yeah. you're in the right rooms for a reason yeah right that's so true do you, do you struggle with that Oh, 100%. Because I think I'm like, oh, okay, like all this time I've wasted. Or you find like a brand that's been around sh like for a less amount of time than you. Or yeah, people will 100% like, you know, speak so highly of me to me. And I'm like, I feel like compared to everything I want to do, I've yeah. only done like a drop Just of the work. Yeah. But they don't know that. And I'm like, you know what? Like everyone has a different timeline. It could take years for a brand or company mm -hmm. to blow up or even if it takes a couple of months, it's all about, like I said, not rushing. Cause if I want it to be a certain way, I could rush the product, release it. And then it flops because it's not it's the worst experience done it, well. And, and you have that regret thinking, okay, I exactly. should have took my time with this. I think yeah. any type of, and that's the thing with creating art. Cause what you're doing is, is artistic. You're creating mm -hmm. art. Um, you can't rush that. Right. You have you to can't take force your time. It. You can't force it either. You know, sometimes creativity runs out. So you have to just, okay, sit back. Yeah. I think too, like your mental health directly correlates with, with your work. Facts. So it's like, if I'm just exhausted, like throughout yeah. the whole pandemic, the whole imposter syndrome, not having security also takes a toll on you. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, like wanting, wanting to be able to plan things in advance this trip and this month. And it's like, I generally don't know from now till then what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, is scary, but you kind of have to motivate yourself. And that's where, again, mentorship in your circle comes into play. But, yeah, I think the biggest thing is taking care of yourself sometimes, and that's why you can't rush you can't your rush, art you because can't if you're not shit. feeling up for it, you can't yeah. produce anything that's up to the standard that you want. No, that's facts. Yeah. You hit it right on the nose. That's yeah. facts. 
Shit, man. So yeah. dropping <laughs> gems right now. Okay, dropping, dropping gems, gems are more than just are you are more than just teeth. Shit. Um. Yeah, this has been a good conversation. I feel like a, fuck. I don't even want to wrap this up. Like, we're over time right now. <laughs> Jeez. It didn't even feel like it. I at didn't all. feel like that. It's yeah. been forty minutes. That's insane. I know. I know that. <laughs> Red cups hidden. Listen, tequila pineapple is my go-to. Yo, shout out my boy, man. Shout out my boy, unknown. That guy is fucking put me on that mix. Oh, tough. <laughs> tough. It's been a problem ever since I moved. Yeah. Um I've had a lot of good moments, a lot of bad moments, but we're mm-hmm. rolling with it. <laughs> Can't complain. Helped me through a lot. So, um, yeah, before we wrap this episode up, do you have any last words, um, words of advice, things that you're doing coming up? I know you talked about your events you have this week. Yeah. Um, what are you thinking? I would say um, in terms of just being confident in yourself, taking care of yourself, and... Yeah, no one's going to really believe in you if if you don't. And especially as women, I think women in business not being taken seriously a lot. You just you have to be confident because people are just going to see you as like, I don't know, they're going to put you in their, in a box of whatever labels they have of you already. But um, not letting that kind of get to you and just like proving people wrong. Because I think even till now, even though it's like, oh, it's 2022, like as women, you do have to like show your, that you're more serious um, to get yourself in the same rooms. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing, just that confidence, not letting imposter syndrome really get to you um, and surrounding yourself with that mentorship, being teachable still, recognizing what you need, like what's missing and what you need. Like all those things are so important. How has that, sh- that challenge been for you as a woman starting your own business been in? Because you're like you mentioned, you're in certain rooms. Um, of course, like I, I'm a firm believer in pretty privilege. I think it's a yeah. real thing. Um, I think it does help. So it works but both it works ways. both ways. Because that's the that. thing. Some people will just see you as like a dumb pretty face. And you're like, okay, but I do have service like I do have a huge idea, especially when you want to speak with investors and you're asking for a big amount of money. And they're like, Okay, like what do you know? Essentially. They they'll just see you as like, Oh, all you do is go out and party. Like you're just a pretty girl at parties type of thing. A lot of people will see you as that. And even like some people like men that try to get at you and then they can't and then they use your business i know so many women can relate to this they'd be like oh how much is your service but like i'm not answering you for how long and they're like oh how much is this service or how much is whatever or like they use that to slide i'm like yo like so they, they went from from scheduling a date to scheduling a business date an appointment or something appointment. i'm like please That's crazy. like or you're you have an appointment and you're trying to do someone's teeth and then they try to move to you after and you're like this is a service like this is a real thing. All the time. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> so, I mean, like, on your end, there's nothing you can really do to 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 stop that. Yeah, I guess it would just be. Is there? Yeah, right? Because, of course, I'm, I'm a yourself. friendly person. Yeah, you're, exactly. yeah, you're outgoing. But um, it was really, like, unfortunate. Like, me and my friend were having this conversation. There was a time where I was like, oh, okay, like, this person's helping me out. And I was like, yo, like, I feel like if I there's an ulterior motive here and if I curve them I'm not going to get these opportunities mm. and she's like that's so messed up that you even have to think that way but um yeah so I guess you could say you could use pretty privilege to your advantage in some cases but I don't think that'll work in the long run um you don't want to put yourself in uncomfortable situations but yeah I'd say just as a woman being confident and just you know when it when it comes to confidence they're not going to mess with you right yeah yeah, I love that because there's a certain element of seriousness that people yeah. have to have with you. Exactly. Oh. Like, even if you're too friendly and you notice things are, like, crossing a line, it's like, yeah. okay, well, this is a service and I'm done. I'm going to go now. Like, yeah, I'll be, I'll keep it a buck. There's There's been instances of people wanting to come on this podcast. 
by oh. people I mean girls that that are on yeah they just want to talk to you they just want to talk to me yeah and, and it's it's strange because I'm like I run this as a business this exactly is it feels I'm like hey, you don't take me seriously you don't take me seriously you just want to get you just want to yeah yeah you know <laughs> you feel me is different yeah. now and I, I'm sure you can relate to that because it's it's almost annoying in a sense hundred mm-hmm. percent it's almost like you're discrediting Where it's like what I'm I have doing. yeah exactly and I have so much more to offer than just like my appearance or exactly. whatever it is exactly I think the biggest compliment is something that's not on face value exactly you know and um yeah that's something I think a lot of people sh- like a lot of people struggle with that mm-hmm. it's, it's a real thing it's a real thing and um yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought that point that's a that's a valid that's a valid yeah. shit right there yeah. no, when they use your business to move to you uh, tough system tough system no. the dms are in person no or not both oh, I'm like, oh, condolences okay. my condolences but yeah instead of like you know trying to make other people in the room comfortable and like being timid about it and like kind of letting things slide so you can get xyz opportunity like no yeah. none of that yeah none of that. There's an, it's, it's all integrity at the end of yeah. the day i think um how you get something is more important than when yeah. you get something and even when you do the right thing and like you know you're sticking to your moral code, people will still say X, Y, and Z. People will think, "Oh, you must have did d- that with this, person. you know, yeah, with this yeah. person to be able to do their teeth. You yeah. must have like, oh, if you have like NBA clientele, what are you doing? I'm like, mm. what? What are you even trying to? Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they discredit you, yeah, regardless. Everyone, so that's, that's just how people naturally think. It's the assumptions yeah. that, and it's prevalent in Toronto as well too. There's a lot of as good as Toronto is, it also has its downsides yeah. too. And I've talked about this on past episodes, but all in all, it's a very supportive community. Like 100%, you have, still, you know, at least in my experience, yeah. I can never say Toronto is not supportive. I see it firsthand, and it's it's, yeah. it's 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 great to see as well too. Yeah, it's amazing to see. Will I be at AMPM next week? I don't know. So is it real support? <laughs> 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 Yo, that's no, not, not you the, will not be the there. guilt shame. Damn, that's crazy. And then crazy. we're gonna get pizza at Bar Poil yeah, on that's Saturday. That's crazy. Not the guilt shame. Yeah, I don't work Saturday. We'll see. This is my last week at the job, so yeah. So honestly, we'll celebrate at AMPM. I like that. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Um, on that note, so <laughs> <laughs> it's been a good episode, and we out. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. <laughs> All right, shit. That was so fun. Dude, yeah, no, that was fun. <laughs>